you for those under 18. Young people flock to the hate in hopes of finding utopia. Youthful pilgrims came to L.A. with the dream of becoming friends with celebrities and becoming rich and famous themselves. Such dreams were encouraged by the Strip's traditional egalitarianism. Stars performing in or visiting many of its famous clubs were expected to mingle with the public, chatting amiably as if with equals and, in the case of those who had made it in the record business, offering advice to the endless stream of wannabes who felt certain that their self-penned songs about love, spirituality, and revolution would make them as big as the Beatles, or even bigger. The young men behind the wheels of the three cars inching down sunset. Sometimes it could take hours to maneuver through the traffic and crowds along the strip. We're out for a night of fun and basking in the celebrity that they'd worked so hard to attain. Terry Melcher, Greg Jacobson, and Dennis Wilson had been close friends for years. Individually, they'd reached separate pinnacles in the music business. Melcher as a producer, Jacobson as a talent scout recording session organizer, and Wilson as the drummer for the Beach Boys and thus the most famous of the trio. Together they were part of an informal society known as the Golden Penetrators. Its membership was limited to anyone who had sex with women from one of show business's most famous families. It wasn't the most exclusive of organizations. Some of these women were every bit as promiscuous as the men pursuing them. The Melcher-Jacobson-Wilson triumvirate reveled in their hedonism, In a city that had long ago waived most moral or legal limits for the famous, their philosophy was, We're us. There are no rules. We get to do this. When L.A. celebrities wanted to keep their night on the town discreet, they frequented clubs where steep membership fees denied entry to all but the biggest stars. But on this night, Melcher, Jacobson, and Wilson were in a sociable mood. Part of the fun of being famous was being fawned over by fans, of demonstrating a certain sense of noblesse oblige, though on a controlled basis. There was considerable difference between accepting the deference of star-struck pretty people and being pawed by packs of grubby teens. The popular public clubs on the Strip made special arrangements for visiting stars usually in the form of restricted seating so that other customers could only stare from a distance whenever the celebrities felt like retreating from the dance floor for a while. For stars and general public alike, dancing was a big part of a night out on the strip. While live acts were on stage, respectful attention was required. But between sets, disc jockeys played records, and it was time for everyone to show off rocking to the beat and trying to outdo each other and performing all the latest steps. As giants of the L.A. music scene, Melcher, Jacobson, and Wilson headed for an appropriate destination on the Strip. The Whiskey-A-Go-Go, located on Sunset just past the edge of Beverly Hills, was the most famous club in town, and probably in all of America. Magazines from Time to Playboy touted it as the hippest place to see and be seen. Each night, long lines routinely stretched for blocks two hours or more before the whiskey opened at 8.30. The cover charge kept out panhandlers and riffraff. 
Regulars always anticipated thrills beyond those to be found at any other club on the Strip. Performers recorded chart-topping live albums at the Whiskey. The flower of the music scene regularly dropped in. Recent visitors included Jimi Hendrix, Neil Young, and Eric Clapton. Hendrix and Young even jumped on stage to jam. The Whiskey usually alternated lesser-known bands with big-name acts like The Turtles and Eric Burden and the Animals. The club had been one of the first venues on the modern-day strip to feature black musicians. Among others, Buddy Guy and Sly and the Family Stone graced its stage. And when Little Richard performed, rock gods Mick Jagger and Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones came to hear him. Every visit to the Whiskey was certain to be special in some way. Anyone in Los Angeles who had pretensions of being cool had to make the scene. Even Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton partied there. The nightly crowds meant part.